Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Tuesday, March 24th. S&P futures are rallying strongly. They're up about 105 points. That's about 4.7%. That's close to limit up. Uh, the European indices are up about 4 to 4.5%, and Asia was higher across the board. So, um, you know, I think the big piece of news out overnight were just, re, you know, positive reports out of Washington that the White House and Senate leaders are close to a deal on this $2 trillion stimulus bill. Um, reports suggest there could be a formal announcement today on an agreement. The logistics on voting are a little bit less clear, but, you know, assuming that this is an agreement that Pelosi, McConnell, Schumer, and the White House have all agreed to, it should move relatively quickly through Congress. Um, you know, I think this was always very likely you know, despite the failed procedural votes on Sunday and Monday, you know, this is an enormous bill, enormously complex and controversial bill. So it was never just going to fly through Congress. Um, you know, I think even this is a you know a pretty, pretty speedy process given the enormity of it. So, um, you know, to me, this was never a huge surprise. And then I think if you go back just quickly yesterday, and I spoke about this on a, the podcast Monday afternoon, and I wrote about it in the look back piece yesterday, in the U.S., it was a very strange session. And I know stocks were hit very hard on the surface, but the um, price action beneath the surface was not nearly as negative. So, um, so just circling back to today, you know, and again, I think looking at this stimulus bill, the centerpiece of it again is this exchange stabilization fund that sits at the Treasury that's going to get a 400 billion plus infusion. That money is then utilized by the Fed for these um, myriad various different liquidity facilities that it has. So, if you look at what the Fed has done over the last two weeks. They've obviously brought rates to zero. That's, I think, the least important part. They've committed now to unlimited quantitative easing. That was as of yesterday morning. So they're going to buy um, you know, an unlimited amount of treasuries and MBS. And they're, you know, just incidentally, they're they're purchasing at an enormously aggressive pace. Um, you know, just this week alone, the Treasury and MBS purchase schedule is huge. So you have the unlimited QE, and then they've unveiled about six of these liquidity facilities, all targeted at a specific different piece of the financial market. Um, those liquidity facilities, you know, think of that as the arsenal, the unlimited arsenal of the Fed, are going to get now a huge infusion of ammunition from this uh, exchange civilization fund. So acting in concert, um, that is an extraordinarily powerful boost of liquidity that's going to be shot at markets. And so I think if you look at the combination of that, you look at the combination of a lot of forced selling being over and you look at the company and then add that with quarter end rebalancing activity, you know, I think you have the ingredients in place for a very powerful rally, rebound rally that I think people should sell into. And I think, but I think that rally could take the S&P up to about 2,800. Um, and if you, you know, I think markets have been waiting to see if credit would be reacting to some of the Fed actions. And you did see that yesterday. You saw encouraging trends in credit. Um, investment grade credit yesterday traded very well, despite the stock weakness. And so I think you are starting to see financial markets respond to, um, you know, a very, very uh, aggressive Fed activity. So that's the big theme trend by far this morning. I think, again, I think it's, it takes markets a little bit of time to digest um, all of the actions that the Fed and and various different policymakers globally are taking, a lot of them are are complex and unprecedented. Plus, you're in the midst of this forced selling, panicked environment. But I think if you just take a step back, the actions are very substantial. Um, and like I said, I feel like they should uh, cause a a rally here. Um, other pieces of news. So we're getting the first look at economic data for March with the flash PMIs. I don't think there are any surprise that you know they saw sharp declines month on month. 
the services component in particular was dreadful. You saw enormous declines in services indices uh, month on month, while manufacturing held up a bit better, but still saw a decline too. The U.S. flash PMIs are out at 9:45 today. I suspect um, they will they will they will um, show trends similar to what we saw in Europe and Japan. Um, I would say just quickly, one other huge area of focus right now are on the U.S. travel and assembly restrictions. So the current CDC guidelines are due to expire on the 31st next week. Um, a variety of articles in the last 48 hours have talked about how Trump is very eager to at least relax some of them. It's unclear um, you know, the degree to which they will be relaxed. He's getting a ton of pushback from various different medical officials uh, and, and medical officials on this coronavirus task force. So I don't think the White House wants to cause a public rift with medical experts, um, but it'll be very interesting to see how that unfolds. And, you know, just speaking to people yesterday, they were very mixed on that news. On the one hand, obviously, it could help the economy. But on the other hand, you could exacerbate this coronavirus crisis, too. So I think people are very mixed. They'll have to see kind of, um, you know, the specifics of whatever, however, the, the plans are relaxed. And there's been a lot of talk about, um, you know, people who have perhaps contracted the disease and recovered or people who are young and healthier could return back to work and, and there could be social distancing policies put in place in workplaces. Unclear exactly how that, how that will all unfold. Um, but there, you know, this is definitely going to be, this was definitely a major theme yesterday. Um, and I think it's going to get a lot more focus over the coming days. Um, on the calendar for today, there's, again, it's, it's not very busy. So you're going to have, obviously, whatever announcement comes out of Treasury or the White House on the stimulus bill, um, again, Mnuchin and Schumer both sounded optimistic late last night. Um, so that could hit any time this morning or it could, you know, you could have another delay. Like I said, I still think you're going to get this thing passed relatively quickly. Um, the U.S. flash PMIs are at 945. Fox News is, is going to be hosting a two-hour town hall with Trump at 12 noon with Trump and various members of this coronavirus task force. So I'm sure you're going to see a ton of headlines out of that. That starts at 12 and then Nike reports after the close. Um, so that is essentially it today. Um, you know, again, a lot of other news. You have a you have a lot of uh, you know. I think at this point, again, you've had a slew of companies come out and say they're withdrawing guidance. You should assume every single company in the S and P is undershooting their prior guidance. And you're seeing a ton of companies also come out and suspend capital return, whether it be a buyback and or dividend. Um, you know, I think again, it's safe to assume anyone who was who was in the industries most most acutely impacted by the coronavirus, travel, leisure, um, hospitality, all those companies, to the extent they have capital return programs in place, are probably looking very very hard at them. Um, and then, as far as earnings reports, there was nothing else out major overnight. Uh, so that is it for today. Relatively, um, you know, relatively quick podcast just because there wasn't a ton of news. Um, thank you for listening.